This podcast is brought to you by Blackout Loud Media Group. We have everything from news, tech, spoken word, comedy, and all talks of live fire cooking. We cover everything across the spectrum so you don't have to go anyplace else. Check out all of our shows, share, like, and subscribe. Available everywhere you listen to podcasts. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Black Smoke Barbecue. This evening, we're going to have various cast members on, uh, but we have a special guest starting off with us. We have Lamar Jones from The Jank, and Lamar is going to tell us about his barbecue sauce, uh, his rubs. Brother makes some great products. But uh, we also have uh, Charlie Maverick Smith on here and Brandon from BKC Cooks. Everybody, let's say what's up. Hey, hey, hey. what's going on, y'all? happening Mar, how you doing sir man i'm doing great man doing great hey i'm doing great man i'm doing great um hold on one okay let's cut that off there but um uh, i tell you what uh let's have uh brandon and then we'll go to charlie if you guys want to give yourself a quick intro let everybody know who you are and uh and uh, where you are in beating uh, uh, Black Smoke Barbecue. Yeah, I'm uh, Brandon Carpenter from uh, BKC Cooks here on uh, on all platforms, but especially on YouTube. Uh, I'm in the Austin, Texas area, uh, originally from Indiana, from a little town named East Chicago, right next to Gary, Indiana. I'm sure most folks know where Gary is. And I actually did live in Gary for about 20 years. But I've been here in Austin for... Um, about four and a half years now and uh, been dealing with barbecue my whole life. Uh, I was the kid that cleaned out my dad's pits and, you know, get out there, boy, like that fire. And, you know, I did all the grunt work. So uh, it's in my blood, man. I've been doing it for a really, really long time. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, Charlie. Hey, this is Charlie Maverick. I am the pit master at uh, Maverick Barbecue LLC. Um, I work in corporate America, but I do catering on the side from Charleston, South Carolina. I reside in Atlanta, Georgia, a little north of that town called Cumming. I've been in the barbecue game for about all my life uh, because my family loves the barbecue. And uh, got on YouTube a little bit ago trying to get some content out there and uh, just enjoying myself with these guys, these great guys putting out great content. So, Happy to be part of Black Smoke Barbecue. Always yeah. some good content coming out from one of us. You know what I mean? There you oh, go. Yeah. There you go. And I'm Jeffrey Boyd uh, from Outdoors with Jeff. Uh, started this as a pandemic project a couple of years ago on YouTube and really just took it from there. Uh, enjoyed barbecue, got into barbecue as a stress reliever from work. <laughs> And really just kind of took it from there and just love cooking for folks and getting on different cookers. Um, uh, was in Atlanta and recently relocated to Las Vegas. And I'm loving the weather out here. I'm not missing the humidity. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, will take, a dry I, will, heat. Look, I will take 100 degrees out here versus 80 degrees in Atlanta any day. I'm sure. <laughs> so Still feeling bad. Um, but definitely love working with a great group of guys here. And um, and uh, let's get to Lamar. 
Lamar, um, you're a very accomplished brother. You got a lot going on and you're doing a lot for the barbecue world. Uh, why don't you give us a little info on yourself? All right, man. My name is Lamar Jones. I'm the uh, innovator of the Jank Gourmet Barbecue Sauce. Uh, actually originally from Camden, New Jersey. Grew up down in South Florida. Now I uh, reside down in South Texas, the Rio Grande Valley, uh, which you, you definitely don't think uh, Florida and uh, Rio Grande Valley. You don't think barbecue is not the first thing that comes to mind. But, uh, you know, South Florida actually, man, is uh, just one of those places where the, the, the weather is is, is around perfect for barbecue. And I kind of grew up around that. Uh, so I have the uh, the Jank Gourmet Barbecue Sauce, which is, you know, no corn syrup, gluten-free, no MSG, uh, without compromising on the flavor. Uh, we out here in Texas, you got HEB uh, grocery stores right now, you know, looking to expand and uh, go beyond that. But uh, I, I, lo I love the barbecue. I, I love to eat good food. I love to enjoy uh, quality, man. And that's that's where it came from. Good deal. Good deal, man. Um what what got you into the what got you into the sauce game? What got you into that and and the making the rubs? Man, you know what? Not not being able to find something I can just pull off the shelf and use and, and be good. Uh, anytime I, I, I bought something from the store, I always had to put something in it. That's literally where it started. Uh, if it had not been for that, there would be no jank. You know, it wouldn't. I wouldn't even thought about starting a, a sauce or. A rug. It was purely necessity, and just getting tired of eating, you know, the same food down here in the River Grand Valley where I'm at. Kind of where it started, and it kind of took off from there. Okay. Nice. Okay. Uh, Brandon actually introduced me to you, Lamar, um, and I know Brandon had uh had tried your product at first, and um, Brandon, how'd you come across uh, uh, Lamar's product? You know, I came across it because um, I believe it was probably Black History Month and HEB was running. A, uh, they actually do quite a bit to highlight uh, black owned brands. And uh, not only do they advertise them um, online, but in their uh, sales papers and even in the stores, they'll have end caps that highlight uh, black owned businesses. Uh, they have them, the little cards and stuff in the aisles like. Uh, they do more than any store I've ever seen to highlight black businesses. Um, and so I saw that, uh, your sauce and a few others, and I was, I grabbed one of each. I'm like, okay, well, if they, if they're going to be pumping black folk, I'm on it. And I just, you know, uh, and so I tasted it and I was like, whoa, I was like, this sauce is mean, man. And so then I went back, got, uh, some of your dry rub. And then um, I originally tried the habanero. And man, if y'all haven't tried that habanero, look, that's not for kids, bro. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Remember that video. <laughs> hey, man, you better be ready, bro. You better be ready. But uh, so after the habanero, I tried the, the regular and then the spicy. And, and to me, the spicy is the sweet spot. Again, that's for me. Um, but I still do use the habanero as well. But um it just man it was so different and um like you said it, it was way different than any other sauce that i had purchased in the store and mm -hmm. uh when one thing that uh one comment i get from everyone i introduce to that sauce is 
once they look at it in the bottle, they're like, man, I can see all the spices. I can see the pepper flakes and everything right in the bottle. Like, I know this is going to be good. And I, I felt the same way. When I saw it, I'm looking at the bottle. I was like, okay. I'm like, yeah, this is like something we would make. There you you go. know? Exactly. And so I was telling Jeff, I was like, man, I got this sauce, man. I, like, I got something coming to you. And um, <laughs> a couple of days went by and Jeff hit me like, hey, man. <laughs> He was like, this sauce is mean. I was like, I told you, bro. <laughs> I think I sent you a couple sauces and like some dry rub and something else to try. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, man. Um, then once uh, the other Black Smoke bros, you know, got word of it, you know, they was like, oh, okay, man, you know, we got to get this sauce and this and that. And so that's pretty much how it started, man. Indeed. Yeah, man. Man. Humbling, man. Humbling, man. Humbling to hear the story, man. I know, like, you commented on uh, seeing the, the the spices and stuff in the bottle. I can remember when we, you know, when I had to go to scaling this thing up, right? So obviously going from stirring it in the pot, making about maybe about twenty four bottles at a time. You talking about you talking about eight to ten hours in the kitchen, right? Yeah. And then having to scale it up. And I can remember when we was when we did the first production and we was going through that process. I really like being able to see those spices in there. And that and that was uh, just a, a, a personal like a preference for myself. I really didn't know how people were going to react to that thing, man, because I literally was doing it for me. I didn't care if anybody liked it. B. So that's, you know, that's that's that's, that's great mm -hmm. to hear, you know, that people, you know, like it the way that they do, do, because it was all I didn't care if you liked it. I was doing it for me. <laughs> if you liked it, that was cool. You know what I mean? But hey. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times that's the way you have to approach that, man, especially when you know you have something different. Yeah, cool. yeah, exactly. And you and you fill the niche in the market, man, where, you know, everybody's used to having to come in and you, you can buy that stuff from the store. But, you know, you got to need to go ahead and buy a bottle of apple cider vinegar with it. And then the other, you know, the other <laughs> right. stuff that you're going to put in there to doctor it up, man. And um, real quick, Keenan, just want to say what's up. We got Keenan from uh, In the Smoke with Keenan in the house. How you doing? Hey, bro. Oh, I'm good, man. Just. Ripping and running, man. Had to get get set right so I can get on with y'all, man. Yeah, deal, I was listening man. in the beginning, man, and uh, I mean, I definitely went online and checked out Brother Lamar's story, and I mean, it's highly inspirational, man. And I, I guarantee you, you're gonna see me doing the Jank review. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and and we got we got a little yeah. bit of a uh, little bit of the Jank coming to everybody in the crew now, yeah. so that's uh, we got that worked out the other day, so. Y'all should be seeing that soon. And I got that contact info to you, Lamar. I and guess. let me and let me throw up, let me see, because I got a if you want to kind of cover your your different uh hold on, let me let me get right here. Okay. I'm gonna kind of throw up your uh just a quick shot of your website. Okay. And Lamar, if you just want to kind of cover, you know, uh what we got here, because you got your different flavors and Indeed. Indeed. So, so as you scroll through, obviously you're looking at, you know, the different flavors. You got the original, uh, your spicy, the habanero. Then you got the diabetic and keto friendly uh, version, which is uh, the goodness. Uh, as you scroll, you got some videos, obviously some testimonials. We, we was able to get the little shout out from uh, from old Master P a little while back, man. But you can find a lot of the stuff on the site. Uh, and that's, you know, that's kind of where it is, man. That's just uh, giving you, you know, straight to the point. Uh, ain't no need to get on there and look around and give you what you're looking for as soon as you get there. You know, uh, it, it, we, we are trying to sell sauce, you know what I mean? Uh, but just get folks to try it, man. And that's that's what we was looking at on the site. But the, the, the flavors, 
uh, all everything started with that original and the spicy. Uh, everything kind of progressed from there as I got more uh, comments and feedback from folks in the farmer's market. Because that's where I spent a lot of time uh, actually pushing it when I first started, uh, hitting the farmer's markets up, word of mouth, you know, parties in the church. You know what I mean? Any, any, anywhere that, you know, folks was, was like, hey, man, I need some sauce. That's kind of where I was at with it. And it kind of progressed from there. Uh, habanero was the, no matter of fact, the, uh, the dry rub came after the uh, spicy and then the habanero and then we uh, came out with the goodness so like i said just a progression thing the uh the, the 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 flavor i was going for with that dry rub i was actually trying to create a uh, like a thinner uh powder like jank flavor like powder something you can kind of put on everything it's kind of what i was going for mm. it didn't turn out mm. that way I love what I end up, you know, coming out with, but I, the initial idea was I wanted like that type of fine powder that you can kind of put on everything situation. Mm. And uh, that's what we came up with. And that, and that version is like, we probably went through at, at least 10 or 15 different versions of that before we got, you know, what you, what you had in the bottles now. Now, real quick, man, let, let me say this, because that rub, that <laughs> rub is absolute fire, man. And it's a, it's an all-purpose rub, man. I mean, mm -hmm. I've used that on beef, pork, and chicken. And Lamar told me, he was like, hey, you need to try that on some ice cream. And I was like, I'm thinking to myself, man, this is going to be, this, this ain't going to work, man. So, man, look, put that on some vanilla ice cream, talk you. about some fire. Change your life. <laughs> Tell you, I'm telling you, man, okay. like. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's the, the yeah. vanilla. It's the the homemade vanilla and and that butter pecan, uh, and, and it's gonna be it's gonna be on point on some uh pistachio like almond type. So those type of flavors, man, is what. Mm -hmm. And you don't gotta do much. It's a little sprinkle, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? That just adds that nice little little hint of flavor to it, man. It's it's different. It's different. You know that that rub. Uh, I used your rub in one of my videos. I think I did like uh, the spicy ribs, and I used the yes, rub and, and the spicy sauce. And one thing that stuck out to me, and I, I said in the video, that rub smells like a backyard barbecue. Mm. When you open that mm. lid, you think you're out in the back, your uncle with the sandals on and that hat <laughs> doing the dip. Oh no! Man in that grill, burning up the hot dogs and the hamburgers. You know what I'm saying? In the good with way. The, with with the yeah. sandals on, was the was the ankles ashy? Oh, ashy Lord. ankles. Oh, man. <laughs> like he was kicking bricks. Right. Oh, oh man. I mean, no, honestly, like I said, when you open that top, man, it, it smells like backyard barbecue, and the flavors are just on on point. Keenan, when you do your rub review, man, you got to do that. That dry rub. Yeah. I, oh you, man, you already you're know really it. You're really gonna enjoy that, man. <laughs> I'm gonna do it with all three flavors of the ice cream that he mentioned. I'm gonna be at, hey, be at the store. I'm making. I have no doubt. Got to make room in the freezer, man. I have you no already doubt. know me, man. <laughs> I have, Lamar Keenan is our uh, in-house uh, adventure foodie, man. I, oh I, yeah. Never met anybody as adventurous with food as, as Keenan. And, and I know some people who go all out, but man, Brother Keenan is all about it. Hey, man. You know, I got to get in there and try to do something. Uh, a lot of that stuff be good, man, but some of it be, I ain't going to hold back. <laughs> oh, no, you're going to enjoy that, man.
So what I want to know is where did you come up with the name and how did you attach it? And what did that do to driving the popularity of your product? Indeed, indeed. Great question, man. So so the J. So you, you gotta you gotta say it with some got with some respect on it, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's that's a that's a name that uh actually me and a buddy of mine, uh Cam, uh whenever we was trying to describe something that was just so dope, we didn't have a word to describe it, it was the J. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about we could be talking about anything, and most of the time it was food, but we talk about anything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I when I did the sauce and I'm thinking, okay, well, what we gonna call this thing? I'm like no brainer it's the it's the jank you know what i'm saying that 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 would that kind of came easy because we was already using that and then with him too now he's a man cam's a real picky eater real picky eater so i couldn't call it the jank and not have him you know co-sign it you know what i mean to be like you know so i sent him i remember sending him some and he got it and he like man i don't know man you like some you like some crazy stuff because i'm a keener man i'm like you dude i like the mixed stuff I'm, I'm, you oh, yeah. know, I'm the that was going to the fast food joint. I'm, let me, how many sauces you got? Let me get them. I'm gonna mix them up. We gonna see what we create. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sure enough, man, once he got it, he was like, "Okay, you got you something, boy. You got you something." <laughs> you know, and, and, and that was one of the, you know, one of the, the go signs that was like, "Okay, it ain't just me," because that boy he ain't gonna eat everything. So for him to co-sign on it, that was a, that was another thing that let me know, okay, we 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 got a little something here. So that's. The jank is so dope we couldn't call it nothing else, man. It had to be the jank. <laughs> it's a dope name, man. Oh, yeah. It has a nice ring like to that. it. I heard about the jank. I'm like, damn, I gotta see this. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now yeah. you know what was crazy about that word too. Now after the after I named it that, now I'm curious as to okay, what does it actually mean? Because we had heard the, the the name or that that before that word. And when you look it up in the urban dictionary, it means the exact opposite of, of, of greatness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's like the worst. Oh, yeah. Bro. We we yeah. say janky. Correct. Sure. That's exactly. what we used to say. That's that's janky Absolutely. right there. Exactly. So then, but so by this time, so by this time, we already named it. It's already out there. I can't change the name now. <laughs> <laughs> nah. nah. Redefine, so okay. brother. Redefine. I say, I say, I say, I say, okay, okay. So um, we just gonna do it like ill, dope, stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they did it back in the day, and that's that. If any, if it ever comes up, that's what it'll be. And I can tell you, in, in the ten years I've been doing it, I can probably count on one hand the the t- the amount of times that somebody has actually referred to it or said or brought up that part of you know what that word means. 99% of people never even heard it, don't know what it means. A lot of people pick it up just because of the name. Like, what That's is what that? Saying. That's a dope name, man. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I so love it. so let, me, let me ask you this. From a standpoint of um, talk to me about your process as far as getting into stores um, and your whole process as far as like that and getting your packaging done and saying, you know, I'm ready to take this thing to where this is going to be on a nationwide and in a global level gotcha all right how much time we got joe <laughs> hey take your time <laughs> brother <laughs> it, it was a process man um the the all right so so from from concept to packaging which uh matter of fact i got i, I usually keep one close to me all right so concept to packaging this was the very first uh, bottle. bottle. you know what i'm saying ain't not a little lotion bottle you know uh, but it was what I could afford at the time. 
So, mm -hmm. so that's when I actually start bottling it in terms of getting the package in retail ready. Cause obviously when you're talking about trying to go retail, which is what I was thinking right from the jump, once I decided to, Hey, I'm going to take this thing out and I'm, I'm actually turned into a business. Now I end up uh, getting a, a grant with the chamber of commerce down here in McAllen, uh, which allowed me to get the package in retail ready. So I used that to go through the uh, shelf life testing, the uh, FDA approval, a nutritional label and panel, all of those things that you need for the label in order to actually have it ready to go retail. From that point, it was just a lot of a lot of knocking on doors, uh, a lot of farmers markets events, you know, any event, any type of, you know, situation I can get into where I can get people to actually try the sauces where I was at. But the entire time, the, the goal was I want to get into somebody's store. The first grocery store that I got into was actually a, a supermarket, a smaller chain of supermarkets down here called a Junior's Supermarket. And that's a mom and pops, but they have about seven or eight locations spread out in this area where I am. And that was the first store. Not too long after that. No, I'm lying. That wasn't the first person to carry it. It was actually one of the farmers markets uh, here in the area that started carrying the product. Then Junior's Supermarket happened. Soon as Junior Supermarket happened, like literally probably like within that week, I was going through the process of the HEB Primo Pick contest. And for those that are not familiar with HEB Primo Pick, they select every year, they select the top 25 products, food products in the state of Texas. And they give you an opportunity to kind of come up. Brandon might know a little bit about it, but they invite you to come up and they have you pitch your product they sample your product and if they like it you know it puts yourself in it puts you in a position to possibly do business with heb also to you know kind of win some some prize money if you end up winning the competition so from that getting into the competition is where you know the doors opened up and now mind you i i, I didn't win anything in the competition and, and a lot of people think when you read the story and you see stuff about it Hey, he, he must have won. I've, I've been in the schools for about seven years now, but I didn't win anything. I can remember being there and, and every 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 other food product that was in the competition that year, brick and mortar stores, 20, 30 years in business, recipes down through generations. And here I was literally just got my packaging ready to go like two months prior to presenting to H-E-B. As a matter of fact, I was still making it in my kitchen when I presented to them. What? So, so, so long story short, I didn't win, but I won because not even a week after the, comp uh, after the competition, I get the phone call saying, hey, we want to do business with you. So they actually started me out in 169 stores, like right out the gate. Damn. Now, wow. now mind you, I ain't never been in no, you know, I ain't never been in the grocery store never ran a, a business this was the first this was my first shot at running a business outside of selling cds out the trunk uh you know yeah. musician that fell into the barbecue sauce thing so here we go from the kitchen 169 stores and now i gotta scale up to a uh, co-packer which uh y'all can probably identify with this when you have a, a product sauce rub you know anything like that and you talk about scaling up now you have to you have to share that recipe mm -hmm. here i am getting into the barbecue sauce game very overly saturated 
and I'm trying to compete with the big boys. And here I gotta I gotta share my recipe. They gonna steal it. That's the first. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a valid yeah. worry. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That that That's that good. was a very very valid concern of mine. It's a so, typical response because it's a typical outcome. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, right. I, I think you're. I think I was very founded. I, yeah. I really I, do. So so we so we do that and uh you know thank God you know nothing nothing got stolen but you know you can reverse engineer anything that that doesn't stop because you can't copyright you can't patent a recipe so if they want to go out and reverse engineer it they can so so understanding that part of it made me say okay we really need to focus on like pushing the brand and this thing needs to be strong and like people need to know about the brand so that was kind of my I guess my way to kind of mitigate that that risk, if you will, uh, mm-hmm. dealing with it like mm-hmm. that. So I finally, you know, pulled the trigger and, and, and was able to do that, get it done, working with the uh, research and development team. And once we got it right, uh, you know, it, it moved from there and we, you know, got into HEB and, and then and then the real work started. So, you know, short version of the story. Obviously, there's a lot of layers. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But that's the short version from from kitchen to you know a little bit over 250 stores. Uh, we end up getting into the Mexico market a few years after being in the HEB. So you right. know internationally in terms of actually having a product on the shelf, and then I still ship anywhere in the world from the website. So we've you know different countries: Philippines, Australia. Uh, you know, there's the Canada. You know, there's some some places I've been able to ship product to, man. That's dope. That's, dope. Yeah, that's awesome. Man. That's a good deal, man. I love yeah. it. Good yeah. deal, man. Because you you kind of cross the boundary that you see with so many folks that are developing rubs and and sauces, where they you know that the aspect of really getting into a store, getting into retail, getting it out there, getting yourself where. <clears throat> part part of what you have with HEB too is, that, and this is this is the thing that. You, you you see with the other project that me and you had talked about before is when you pick up that logistics network that they have, that's what kind of helps get you further out. And then it kind of helps you spread your wings a little bit more with that. Um, it, how do you, uh, let me ask you this, man, because you, you said you've been doing this now. It's been about 10 years from that years. standpoint. You know, every everything I see with you, be it Instagram, YouTube, um, the other stuff online, you're always high energy. <laughs> you're always positive. And, you know, talk to me a little bit about that, man, because this, uh, I know in the beginning, you know, you had, you know, things were a little slow and whatnot, but yeah. talk to me about how you keep that energy, man. Oh, man. You you know what? what all right. So I start off by saying this right now, you know, we, we, we own Black Smoke. Gentlemen from all over the country, right? Mm-hmm. I started doing this in my kitchen, wasn't thinking about a business. So any any time that I get an opportunity, man, to, to share what it is and, you know, see how genuinely excited people are about the product, dude, that 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 keeps my energy up. Uh, the, the other part of that is, you know, as I started actually growing the business, I saw that it gave me a, a opportunity to kind of give back on the grander scale. And I, you know, I, ha- I have a, a mentoring program that I that I started out with some time back and being able to start the business, run the business, share some of that insight, you know, with the kids and stuff that I mentor, you know, talking mm-hmm. talking about the financial literacy, 
uh, and just being a mentor and being an example for, you know, kids from where I grew up who, you know, 99% of the time has never been outside their own neighborhood, you know, kind of grow mm-hmm. up in the same spot. Don't really know that there are some other options out there. I can't say that coming up by that, that being a, owning a barbecue sauce business was ever one of those things that people was like, hey, man, you know, you could do this, you know, and the hood is, you know, football, sports, you know, rapper, you know, this or that, you know, they don't talk about the other aspects of entrepreneurship and this and that. So the more that that happens, the more that I see, you know, how much people, like I say, genuinely appreciate the product. Uh, it, it keeps my energy up, man. And just being able to see the, the the things that I'm able to do in terms of giving back and how many folks I can help and inspire through this whole thing. That's what really, really, really drives it, man. And, and you know, my, my, my son's seven years old now, too. So uh, I definitely got to keep my foot on the gas. I can't stop now. Uh, so, you know, starting, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> Legacy is the legacy is the is the is the goal in, in terms right. of what what's going on, man, and being able to connect with like-minded individuals, man. This this is is, is dope, and that keeps my energy up. You you gotta have that type of energy, and plus it's fun. I don't feel like I'm selling anything. This is something that I genuinely love to do, you know. And I, I don't know too many people that that don't genuinely like to eat like good food. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If you ask somebody, hey man, you like good food? Like, no, I don't like this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, you go, how did man. you um? How did you come up with the gluten free one and the keto without, from your standpoint, from your product compromising like the taste and not just saying I'm gonna get something out there for people you know with sugar problems? Yeah. Like how how did that come about? Great question, man. So so I told you I mentioned the farmers markets. So I did a mm-hmm. lot of farmers markets in the beginning. And when I started out, I did have corn syrup and, uh, and and a product that had gluten, which is like the wheat and stuff. You know what I mean? In terms of the product, because when I first started, I was actually using, you know, a product that was on the market. And like I said, I was doctoring it up. That's how I started. Mm-hmm. Being in the farmer's market, getting the feedback from the folks about the corn syrup, how, you know, bad that is for you, how bad the uh, the colorants are, you know, to be in the products and how people have adverse reactions to the gluten. Actually, uh, celiac disease is one of those things that I learned about. Yeah. Uh, people are like really hypersensitive to gluten products. Uh, the no sugar uh, came about because I would get a lot of people ask me, hey, you got anything without any sugar in it? Now, my my grandmother's diabetic, mother's diabetic down here in the Rio Grande Valley where I'm at the uh, population down here, obesity and, and, and diabetes is like really heavy down here too. So it was definitely an E and, and it was one of those things where it's like, okay, if I'm going to do it, it has to taste good. Like I can't, I'm not going to just put it out. Like you going back to what you said, King, I'm not going to just put it out just to put yeah. it out. If I'm not going to eat it, I ain't going to mess with it. Cause at the end of the day, my name's on this thing, you know, I stand behind it. I want to continue to be able to stand behind it anytime I present somebody with a bottle and let them try it out. So it was just just out of uh, pure pure uh, listening to the feedback, listening to what people like, listening to what people want. You know what I mean? In terms of actually having a product that people want to use and 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 really like using versus just having something out there just to say it's out there. Yeah, that's it right there, man. The, yeah. the keto thing is blowing up. 
Like we know some yeah. keto dudes that be on the chat, man, and and uh, yeah. a lot of them cats love barbecue and they eat a lot of meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. You know who who's been gravitating to it a little more too? I have some uh, some bodybuilders that 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 swear by the goodness and talking mm. about meal meal prep and things like that because it's also low sodium. We talking about twenty milligrams of sodium too. In comparison mm. to like anytime you pick up a bottle of saucer or, or rub or anything like that, you're talking about eight, nine hundred thousand grams of you know sodium yeah. and things. So that's the other uh I guess the other attribute or the other uh thing that differentiates it in terms of you know being different and, and, and still not compromising on that flavor. That was like number one, man. Even when I got in the H E B, one of the things they said to me, I'm talking about shake my hand, look me in the eye. <laughs> one of the head one of the head guys in AGB, he like, man, whatever you do, do not compromise on that flavor. Amen. This was this was mm -hmm. like got into dealing with the co-packer. So that was important for me for the from the beginning and 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 it's paid off so far up until this point, man. It's good, man. It's when tough, you man. started dealing with the co-packer, Lamar, um, uh -huh. I know that that's you know. A process and and from people I've seen do it like I know it's uh, it's a lot of trial and error a lot of long hours and everything mm -hmm. but once you got everything dialed in how big of a relief was it that you didn't have to cook up sauce oh, and model and package and do all that man look at here if I could have went knowing what I know now if I could have made that first batch in the kitchen when I first started and then went straight to a co-packer. <laughs> now, 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 I was trying to actually get with a co-packer prior to uh, the HEB thing, but I, I, I couldn't meet the minimums. You know, they mm. want you to, they want you to do thousand pounds of sauce every time you do it. You know, I'm, I'm pushing maybe a couple hundred bottles a, a month when I started, and it's like, man, I can't do that just yet. So I was, I was actually looking prior to. But man, such such a all oh, such a weight lifted off my shoulders in terms of not having to be in the kitchen. That's that's literally eight to ten hours that now I could utilize to get out there and talk about the product, that I can get out there and, you know, educate some, some folks on it, that I can share some of my insight, uh, that I can just be out there and, and be out in front. Cause like I say, musician being on stage entertaining that's that's my background and that's the only thing i knew before barbecue sauce so it, it definitely panned out definitely was a uh a plus not having to be in that kitchen making that sauce and i don't i don't not not one one day do i look back and be like boy i wish i could go back in there and start making that sauce. <laughs> <laughs> just want to get back in there on the stove real quick oh man i'm good that's like us finding the editor yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> like being AB, man. Uh, I know how AB feel now. Oh boy. man, Let's talk about it. Yeah, right. Because yeah. about it, man. Y'all, y'all be, y'all be out there cooking, man. That's that's grown man's business, you know. Being out there cooking for hours, putting that time into that that meat or that that food, and like if you had the option, every every person that I know that that cooks and that makes their own sauce, only does it because they couldn't find one. If I could have went and bought one off the shelf and ain't have to put nothing in it all day, I'd have did that all day instead of making it myself. Yeah. So that that that's a you yeah. know that that's a big deal. Yeah. Good that, deal, man. That would come in handy. 
There you yeah, go. Man, I'm over here. Like, I had some vanilla ice cream the other day. I'm not even going to lie. When I got that bowl and I ate some, I said, damn, man. I remember Jeff told me about that rub that go on vanilla ice cream. <laughs> and I'm sitting there eating it, like, trying to wonder, like, man, I bet that's good. I'm serious. But I had some fresh vanilla. And the first bottle was like, man, maybe I should grab a rub at the, at the cabinet to see if it worked. And I'm like, I said, man, I'm just going to wait. I'm, I'm going to wait it out. And I'm going to do a proper video. Yeah, you're right about that, man. <laughs> Hey, so yeah, let, let me ask you this, Lamar. So from a standpoint of, you know, a couple things you're talking about being in the uh, being in the music industry and you're you're really talented, too, when it comes to that, man. If you look at some of your videos online, you 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 see that and you see the side of it where you take it and put it from the entertainment side to the commercial side as well. Mm-hmm. And that that transition there. But talk about that and also talk about um. You know, when you talk about uh, mentoring and kids and, and you know, the I saw the video about the jankster and everything else, man. I mean, it, talk about talk about those couple of things real quick, man. Cool, man. Well, I, I can't I can't I can't talk about that without talking about a, a, a buddy of mine. Uh, my buddy, his name was is uh, Will the Real One uh, Bell. Right. He was a he was a poet. Uh, unfortunately, lost his life to 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 you know violence gun violence in in miami but he was a if not the most uh i guess notable or or popular poet at the time down in south florida he was one that kind of took me under his wing when i started doing open mics which is where i spent a lot of my time at in south florida so will will the real when he had some open mic spots and when i first started getting out and performing his spot was one of the first spots that i did an open mic at i bring him up because at the time when i first started doing that once i got uh somewhat of a name on that scene and i started selling cds and creating my own music i would literally go into the spot and when i say selling cds for for though i'm gonna date myself a little bit now right so (laughs) Long time ago, before streaming came along, we used to burn CDs, right? So I had my laptop and I would I would burn CDs, you know, after I recorded my music and I would be writing my name on the CDs with a Sharpie. Got my cases, you know what I mean, that I bought from the store. And this is what I was selling at the venues after I was performing. He saw something in me enough to say, man, look, presentation is everything. I had to be about uh, 20, 21 at the time. Presentation is everything. And he started kind of taking me under his wing and grooming me in terms of the entertainment side of it. And, you know, things I should and shouldn't do in that arena, you know, in terms of being successful at making a living, you know, doing what I was doing. So from that, he was also really big into mentoring because of him. He's a large part of the reason why I started my first mentoring program, which was at a middle school in Hollywood, which was at its middle school where I, all right, I was a substitute teacher, substitute teach and music. That's all I did for a long time. I did the substitute teaching because it gave me the schedule 
that I needed to be able to go hit these spots up at night and perform and work when I needed to in terms of doing that. So I would do that and I started this program. They had a, I don't know if they have it in the school systems and stuff everywhere if it's like that, but you would, there's a position that they have for a substitute, whether they need a sub or not, they have you on campus and you're there every day. I had position prior to that I was at certain schools more than others because I was in the areas where either most subs couldn't go or wouldn't go because of the kids that was kind of my niche because it was like okay I can go in there I look like most of them at the time <laughs> at the time I had cornrows and gold teeth too right but I'm dressed in a suit suit and tie I'm substituting in these classes that worked in my favor so I ended up starting this program where it was seventh and eighth grade young men, the ones that was always in trouble. And I had this idea that I would meet with them a couple to a few times a month and I would bring in some guest speakers and things like that, other brothers and, and, and things like that in the community. And we would try to give them uh, it was called fresh. It was uh, finally realizing the excellence and showing honor was the name of the program. Mm. Like so that. my idea was if I could just get them to understand and realize and take some pride in doing the right thing and, and actually doing something opposite of what everybody says is cool, then and they can get that confidence. Then from there, everything else falls under that umbrella. So that's where the, the, the mentoring, the giving back side of it started. And it, it wasn't much, but that was huge for me and, those, and that group of kids at the time. So that's where it started from. And, and and I can't mention that story, like I say, without talking about Will, the real one. Uh, and I, when you get a chance, man, look him up. He, you know, he's been on Deaf Poetry and things like the HBO Deaf Poetry. Uh, that, that again, dating myself again, because I don't I know that still don't play on. on the, oh, on the man, I used to watch that religiously, man. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. So, so, yeah. So that's that's kind of where it started um, that that from that going into uh now it's the jank nation which is actually a non-profit now uh, still doing the scholarships i'm still mentoring i'm still uh anytime i get an opportunity to share the, the process and what i've been able to kind of do from from start to where i am now and just sharing that insight because i so many times i say to myself i wish that i had somebody like me to talk to when i was trying to get it and now they now, now you asked me about the entertainment side of it, so I know that was the, that was the roundabout. Now, now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 music side. Seven. I was I was sixteen years old the first time I did a, a talent show. We I think we did a, another date myself again. It was a cat named Uncle Sam song was i don't never want to see you again yeah yeah <laughs> there you go man did you cry, did you cry? I, man i i tried i tried <laughs> i tried but 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 after that after that song it was me and the group after that song the reaction i got from the crowd i was like oh man that's what i want to do you were hooked i was hooked man <laughs> so so 17 17 I made my mind up. Music was going to be my thing. And at 17, I also started working on my signature. I say, okay, somebody going to want my signature one day. So I need to actually have a signature. And I literally start working on the signature. 
Now, nowadays, kids don't even know how to write cursive or read it. Sure. Exactly. Stop a teenager <laughs> and ask them if they know how to read it or write, you know, <laughs> cursive. Mm. No. <laughs> so you, they don't even know what it's no. <laughs> no cursive, no Roman numerals. Nothing. Exactly. Nothing. Can't yeah. read the analog clock. <laughs> Can't fill out a they don't know how to fill out an envelope. No. Yeah. What's the slides for? I don't know. Yeah. They think a thesaurus is a dinosaur. I'm trying to tell you, man. Oh, no, I'm man. dead serious. I, I tested that theory and somebody thought it was a dinosaur. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah man. man. So, so I, I, come from, I come from that era. I, I think I'm, you know, one of the, one of the last of the, uh, I think that those 80s babies, are, us 80s babies are, kind of that dying breed of uh mm -hmm. you know it's old school man if you will and i and i and i firm i firmly believe that you know the the, the folks that came before us i think we was right on that cuff because i'm 81 so it was like right on that cuff mm -hmm. after, after that it kind of it kind of went downhill man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man when when you look the generation now of kids that were born before internet <laughs> and kids that were born after internet I'm worried. I'm worried about them folks going to take care of us when we're older, man. I know it. Your net don't go out. Hey, Lamar, we want to welcome Jeff Greer to the group from Grill and Smoke Barbecue. Jeff, how you doing, man? What's up, bro? What's happening? What's happening, Jeff? Jeff, man. Yeah, Keenan. I'm telling, bro. Hey, man, my ostrich. That ostrich is good, man. <laughs> a lot of people don't think it is. Wait, get them ostrich necks and and, and them threw them bad boys up like some uh, neck bones. And put some put some jank on them. I've, I've I'm trying to tell you, ostrich, man. It's good, huh? Ostrich. It wasn't bad, man. I think yeah, I was at a restaurant somewhere because you're in South South Florida, man. You can you anything you want, you can get. It's at your fingertips. Wow. You know, with all the different stuff down there, and it actually wasn't mm -hmm. bad. Yeah, they mixed it with some, I think, with some beef fat. They said it's like healthier than beef, and just you know, mm -hmm. they're trying to push it, but it ain't. You know, I guess a lot of people are like, man, that's a big old chicken, like a big old pigeon flying that can't fly. And uh, but they got some serious cuts. You know, I thought about buying one of the eggs, but I wouldn't know what to do with it. Like I'm right. like, but I'm gonna smoke it. I'm gonna throw it on the grill and just <laughs> you know let it sit there. It, with, yeah, I know, man. Something like crack it open and. Mix it up. Or, I, I I was like, I don't know what to do with it, so I didn't order it. But the burgers yeah. is good, and uh, I definitely want to try some different more cuts. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Good deal, well, yeah. Lamar. Let me, let me ask you this, man. So, wh what's what's next for you, man? What are you what are you what are you working on? What are you trying to get out there? You are you looking to add any more <clears throat> any more flavors or anything else like that to to the lineup? What you got going on? Man, it's uh, expansion is you know scale is 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 on the horizon in terms of what what's next. Uh, doing stuff like this is actually a huge part of that. Like I said, being able to connect with you know like-minded individuals, folks that are serious about you know their cooking and and their sauces and things like that. Like this is huge for me, man. When we you know when we when I spoke to you the first time, uh, and you told me about you know the Wu Tang of barbecue, I was like, oh, that's dope. <laughs> I, 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 I can dig it. Right. 
Yeah. You know, so so it was one of those things where like the more that I can, the more that I can do this type of stuff, the more that I can connect with the right people. Uh, for me, it's about being in the right places versus, you know, trying to be everywhere all at once. And I and I bring I bring that up because I at one point I was looking at food brokers and there was a uh, a gentleman that I spoke to that had some dealings with with stubs. And he says one of the biggest mistakes that they felt that they made early on was being everywhere so quick all at the same time right mm-hmm. and if, they, and if mm-hmm. they could go back and do it again they would have focused on texas and then kind of branched out and did their things now mind you they sold to mccormick back in 2015 16 mm-hmm. uh, 100 million right mm-hmm. wow. 100 million ain't bad it took them about you know about 50 years to do it uh, so, mm. so after I heard that story, I'm like, man, what if I can, what if I can uh, replicate that and maybe 15 to 20, you know, mm-hmm. or, or be at that level. So it kind of made me dial back in terms of trying to get into all of the stores and, and being a little more specific and, and tailored. So uh, getting into the right places is, is where I am connecting with the right people in terms of products. I got I have a few different products that I would love to bring to market. Uh, obviously, it's, it's finding, you know, the folks that can actually manufacture them or do them or finding somebody to actually do that. Uh, but those are some of the things that, I, that I'm working on. Uh, you're talking about frozen food line. You're talking about, you know, who knows restaurant, you know, down the line, uh, you know, once the branding is, you know, where it needs to be. Uh, the, the sky's the limit. There's no anything you can think of barbecue food related. Uh, you know, I want to have my hands in it at some point. Uh, Master yeah, P is a really good example of that, you know, with all the different products that, that he's put out over the years. But I definitely see Jack being that being that brand uh, that you, you, you when you see it, I, I want I want prestige associated with the name and the brand. There you go. Any, any product mm-hmm. that you see. Uh, and I've had people say, man, you know, I, I tried this one. But when I seen that, you know, the new one and I seen that that label on it I already knew I just I just picked it up just because of that, you know, because I already knew what it was. So that that that's the that's what I'm trying to build. Uh, and, and and if we can continue to move in this 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 manner, uh, it might take a little longer than, you know, I would like, you know, and that's just me being impatient. But I feel like it's moving in the right direction. And this is, again, like I say, one of those things that that makes sense across the board and and. and and, and this is what we're trying to do, man. And and then being able, like I say, give back on the grander scale. That that that's really what it boils down to at this point. We we, we want to give back, but we we just happen to sell barbecue sauce. That's kind of what it what it is, man. Yeah, I, I think deal, you're well man. on your way, brother. I it's really do. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, have you seen any? Um, I'm trying to phrase this politically correct, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um. I know that we spoke earlier about um, when HEB Target is specifically like for uh, Black History Month and, and featured you as a black owned business. Have you seen a lot of support from our community or has it been kind of uh, kind of even at what has been your experience as far as who's actually supporting? Man, a beautiful, great question, man. Be- beautiful thing about that is is actually since I've started. Uh, Houston has been one of the biggest supporters of the Jank. When I when I go back and I look at the numbers, 
and uh, you know the top selling stores and areas you know all over the state Houston is where that is so so with Houston being that situation or, or being that place you know we're we're heavily populated there so I've gotten a lot of support uh from you know from us you know and that's always been like that I mean it started with us it started with family and stuff you know what I mean right so we definitely gravitate I think that the brand presents itself in a way that if you don't know you know it's me behind it you, you kind of got an idea that you know what I'm saying is is one of us behind it so um you know being able to get out and show my face and, and do the demos and do all of that stuff helps because it just allows people to really put a face to the brand and to the product and and definitely I've had a, a overwhelming you know support of what you know black community uh in that regard man so it's definitely helped you know push the brand and, and, and bring that awareness but we definitely get some support based on that that's awesome yeah good deal good man deal. What, what caught my eye what, what i heard was you said you're shipping out to the philippines yeah um okay. that's pretty cool man i'm i'm you know i'm part filipino so i find okay. that okay. i find that interesting and i'm just knowing I'm knowing just how they're describing the sauce. I didn't watch Jeff and I watched Brandon's videos, you know, a yeah. few times. And uh, I could see how that, you know, that can thrive out there just be based yeah. on the flavor and just, you know, barbecue itself and the name. I know the name. They probably like, man, the jank. We got to get that. They probably made up a dance <laughs> for it already. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. Yeah. You, you know, what's crazy. The uh, sort of Philippines going back to you know just networking and surrounding yourself with the right people so my god brother is married to a a filipino woman right so she's from mm -hmm. the philippines he's actually in round rock uh brandon so he's close to where you are so he would he would take stuff when they would go visit he would take stuff there he would uh you know send stuff and things like that and when he, when when her parents would come visit they'd always want to take some stuff back so he gotcha. can't go he can't go over there without you without know, a case <laughs> correct. Yeah, you know, something yeah so so that that that's a, a constant thing now and that you know I've got some good feedback on that side when it, when you talk about getting into you know places outside of the US and in these other countries the, the, the biggest thing that you run into is because it's glass bottles you're talking about shipping you're talking about customs you're talking about distribution that mm -hmm. that honestly has been the, the biggest holdup in terms of being able to get into another market like that and 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 even so though when i think back on it if it if it was readily available and being being completely honest with myself was i really ready for it you know could i you know could i support something in another country you know to be able to promote it and, and have it actually do well versus just again oh it's here you know i'm i'm here yeah yeah come and go yeah. you're not not interested in that at all so uh yeah philippines is one of those places uh i really want to be in it man there's a bunch of different places that that i i feel like it would go well uh in, and it's just yeah. one 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 step at a time one one building block at a time and i think eventually you know worldwide uh military uh military bases uh commissary yeah, yeah. one of those things I've, I've had people in the military that 
that order when they're out on, you know, on the ship or stationed somewhere else that they can't really get that type of stuff. So it's, it's definitely one of those crossover uh, situations where I, I feel like it'll do well, but but it has to have have the right support and, 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 and resources behind it. Yeah, yeah. It's all good, you, man. man. Yeah. Hey, well, look, Lamar, let me tell you something, man. Every time I talk to you, be it on the phone or whatever, man, I leave feeling I, I learn a little bit more and I feel <laughs> I feel inspired, man, because you, you got a great story, man. And you know, it, more people need to see what you're doing, man. Um uh tell us tell us where they can find you at and where they can get your sauce at. Oh man, bbqjank.com is uh you know if you're outside of texas that's gonna be your best bet uh, like i say we ship anywhere in the world from the website bbqjank.com yeah it's below there you go <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you can go there and then if you're in if, you, if you're fortunate enough to be in texas uh there's a there's a great store by the name of uh, heb uh who who carries the product and you know in all of the markets in texas so it's, it's fairly easy to find that's enough, and I, I can't leave without saying, you know, HEB is another great uh, example of, of giving back and, and doing stuff in the community. So, you know, I definitely try to model what I do and take some, you know, notes from what they're doing in terms of the community and stuff like that. So, HEB, BBQJank.com. You follow me at, at BBQJank across all social media platforms, and YouTube, everything is at BBQJank. I'm not hard to find. Good deal, man. We'll, we'll be deal. looking for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. For oh, yeah, sure, man. man. And, um, hey, we appreciate you spending some time with us today, too, man. I know you're – look, I I know when I talk to you sometimes, I got to catch you in the evenings after you after you get done with them days, man. But I definitely appreciate you spending some time with us today. Indeed, man. Like I said, this is fun, man. Grateful and grounded, you know, just to be able to be here with, with folks from all over. Uh, especially some 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 of some of my own people, you know what I mean. It ain't ain't a whole bunch of us down here on where, where I'm at. So this is always good, you know, to get around with folks. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whether yeah. it's or in person, you know. So so good stuff, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Good no deal, doubt. man. Hey, well, thank you for stopping by, man. And we'll definitely be in touch. We appreciate having y'all, man. Indeed, Absolutely. indeed, man. Y'all y'all keep winning too, man. That, I'm telling that that Wu Tang of barbecue. <laughs> I know what you're doing. Oh man, man, love it. We're we gonna make it do something, man. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right. All it right. Is. Good deal. Take it easy, Lamar. You all too, man. Y'all right. have a good one, fellas. All right, all right brother. Man. All right. Oh, good man. deal, man. Hey, I'm in the. I got some country. I got some country style ribs in the oven, man. I need to check real quick. I'm starting to smell it. I got home late, man. So I threw some Allegro on it and I'm making it work. <laughs> Hold on one second. Hey, go ahead do what you got to do, man. You got normal food. <laughs> what is this? What is this oh, oven he speaks of? <laughs> oh, man. Shit, I got oh, a man. chuck roast uh, resting in the cooler now, man. That thing, I got a. a Big old Chuck Rose from Porter Road, uh, dry aged, and mm, I was smoking okay. it brisket style, and that bastard stalled brisket style too. I <laughs> just pulled that thing off the smoker right before I got on here, and it's resting in the cooler now. I got to finish my video when we get off of here, man. I, 
I, oh, hell, I could I could have cooked yeah. a brisket in the time I cooked that damn chuck roast. That thing would was not move, bad? man. Wow. Dude, it stalled for like three hours. Three hours. Oh man. <laughs> I was like, what that, is that, this? That's a, yeah, that's a damn brisket stall for you sure, right there, man. Yeah. That meat stick. <laughs> oh, bro, trust me. I thought the meat stick was tripping. You know, so shouts out to the meat stick. It was absolutely right. I had my meat stick in there. I tried all three of my probe thermometers, and they was all within a degree of each other. I was like, this is madness. That bastard was sitting oh, there like, <laughs> you better be good. That's all I know. For real. It better be oh, good. Yeah, I got to figure out which one of these packets I'm going to thaw out for this first cook using they stuff. Oh, man, they what? sent you the, the whole farm, man. For real. <laughs> And what oh, I really man. wanted was the shank, and I ain't even get it. Oh, they didn't send oh, me the shank. That's what I that's what I really wanted. Oh man. But I ain't gonna complain because they sent me some good stuff. Mama tell you what, yeah, man. Yeah. All bullshit aside, everything they have sent me that I've cooked has been like over the moon. They they have really, really good stuff. I uh you know, I would definitely buy it. Over and over again, especially them down those dry aged steaks I had. Good grief! Mm. I just I just got my confirmation from the lady uh, saying my package is on the way. Oh, you gonna have uh, a field day? I asked them for some chicken. I was like, "Can you include some poultry? That'd be cool." Because I see nobody got no poultry, so hopefully that'd be like, "Hey, this dude is special. Let me <laughs> let me hook let me hook him up." You know. No, uh, that's why. <laughs> man, I want to see what's up. I want to see what's up with that chicken, man. You know, oh man, special <laughs> Yeah, you know it, man. I got it going, man. <laughs> yeah, shit, man, it was good. I ain't gonna lie, it was all right. This dude, I, I ate about three of them, and that was about all I could tolerate after that. You know, I was trying to go for that fourth one, and it was like, full. wait a minute, man. It's a fish cookie, dude. Wait a minute. That's what I was about to say, you, man. You ain't, about to, you ain't about to eat this motherfucker with no milk, man. That so. alone. That <laughs> term alone right there, a fish cookie. Oh, man. Yeah, Hard once the truth set you. in, I, I was oh. good. That was some, fish some damn vegetables or something, man. But it was, it was like a, a – it was a sweet – French vanilla macaroons, man, with the smoked salmon mousse in the middle with the cream and everything, man. It was something that they did in school. He was like, man, I brought these back. And I'm like, all right. I'm thinking it's like strawberry. And then I would open it. I was like, man, whoa, man. What's, what's that in that bag? And I ate one, man. I ended up eating about three. And that was it. They sat in the refrigerator today. was ready to throw away. Oh, man. <laughs> That's a one and done. Yeah, uh, uh, man. You know, so you got you to get out there. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. So, what's everybody got cooking? Was was everybody uh, got for some upcoming cooks? Oh man, they're gonna hit these pork steaks. Hey, you can't go wrong with a pork steak, man. Do it on the acorn. <laughs> you gonna the, 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 you gonna yeah, marinate man. it, Jeff? What's your plan? You know, I'm thinking about marinating it in this jerk marinade mm. that I got. I'll be a bit trying to figure out what I'm gonna do with that damn marinade. I'm tired of doing jerk chicken, so I'm like, yeah, <laughs> pork steaks. No, jerk is good on pork, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Man. It is. It is. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy that. I don't know about me, man. I'm I've been doing a lot of editing. 
Um, I've been working on these little rub reviews. I'm trying to get some sauces together, try to get a sauce review going on. I'm um, just trying to expand a little bit, but I have to do so much cooking because right, when you're working eight hours a day and then you come home and try to edit a video, man, I go to sleep in the middle of it or it don't come out right. <laughs> For real. You know? <laughs> you know, I'll be like, man, you know, trying to do a voiceover and then you'd be like slurring because you're sleepy. Like, man, that don't sound right. And uh, I just, you know, just do it when I can. So I'm just trying to just touch on different different avenues trying to trying to see what's up man just just retire like greer man that, that's the way to do it that's life, <laughs> man i got an eight-year-old i ain't retiring no time soon <laughs> <Nope. laughs> yeah. so i got I a buddy that's, done. Um, my buddy's coming over on sunday <clears throat> we're supposed to be cooking the whole farm so you got to <laughs> probably see the smoker loaded down like <laughs> so the whole hey, farm the farm tiring on huh yeah, he want wings, shrimp, um, some steak. I don't know, shit. Ribs. He'll do some stuff. Be a few videos. You doing it on the over under? You know it. You know it. That's a bad pit, man. I've been looking. I've been looking at that pit for a couple years, man. Every time I go to Academy Sports, I walk past it and rub it. That's <laughs> 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 man, oh, man. Let me tell you, yeah, that's crazy. That's a bad pick. He'll kick out some food now, man. I'm telling you, I never did a better reverse sear on something. You know, just just having to it smoke in that chamber, taking it, putting it in that firebox, and putting that grill grate on top, mm-hmm. and that fire is raging with that with that wood in there, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, mm. I seen that, that man. When you it was in the back of it, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah, because I just like the concept, like you said, because you can just flip that the back part open, man, put in more wood, more charcoal, whatever. You ain't got to bother your cook chamber. Like mm-hmm. I said, every time I go to Academy, man, I load up. I'm looking at that pit like it's just something about it always intrigued me. That one and that damn that legacy that Keenan has. Mm-hmm. That, that weird little char grill, that legacy. <laughs> no, man. Hey. Do some work now. I saw one at um, Lowe's. This was after I saw Keenan's, and I was looking. I was like, "Man, this thing is pretty damn interesting." Like it's, it's, I tell you what, especially man, if you're doing an all day cook and like what you're talking about, Charlie, where you're doing all these different types of proteins, you're gonna have different cook times, different temperatures. And Keenan, correct me if I'm wrong. I've never cooked on one, but it seems like that pit would would work really well trying to do a whole bunch yeah. of stuff like that it, it does man that's why I, I the first time i tested it out was uh was ribs and chicken and i threw, threw the ribs on and then with that when i did that mop sauce uh, video i threw the ribs on and then let them go and then after a couple hours i threw the chicken on and then it like everything finished at once and mm-hmm. uh it's it's real cool it it it's definitely maintains heat but on the flip side of that, if you think you're just going to load it up and then go away and you think like, oh, my temp is still at 275, you could just be cooking with the you know heat and no smoke or no charcoal. You got all ash in there. Mm. Um, to me, it's kind of like a Santa Maria style because you could lower and raise the coals up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not like all oh, it, it goes up smooth. It levels out. It levels down. Um, it's easy to load up charcoal in there. You know, I like to run it indirect. I thought about until I get this firebox, I thought about just like trying to uh, get some wood, you know, get some logs, man. I got a spot down the street and tried to go see what they're working with and 
drop a log in there, man, and just do like a long, slow cook. Just try to knock it out all day without having to run back. And I really don't have to run back and forth because the charcoal burns good, you know. Yeah, you only thing I had is to kick it off to one side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you still got plenty of room. To, mm-hmm. You can bring it over and sear something up and then still got room to do indirect. You know, like I could throw two racks of ribs on one side and, and throw, you know, a bunch of thighs or leg quarters on the top and still run it indirect on the one on the uh, on the right side. And, you know, I, I like the way it burns, man. It, it's definitely easy to use. Um, I, You know, I can't say nothing bad about it, except, you know, I think I raised the popularity of it. And I think dog really should have hollered at your boy. But since I ain't on Instagram like the rest of y'all. You know, they ain't messing with me. Keep working on them, man. Yeah, they asked for Instagram, dude. I I went on there and they was like, one of the things was you got to have Instagram. And I'm like, I just just closed the tab. Yeah, I just closed the tab Mm because I was like, I can't put it down. I was just going to put, I ain't got one. Just tell them, like, hey, look, that got hacked. You know, I was on there following y'all, you know, doing my thing and y'all was liking my stuff. But they do like my videos on Facebook. So, you know, that's pretty cool. When I tag them, they definitely uh, be checking them out. Pretty much anytime I tag them, they, they like either my reel or, you know, something like that, a video I'll post. Okay. So I'll tell you what, man, I'm I'm looking to go ahead and get some of these uh, some of these holiday cooks. Uh, I'd knock some of these things out the way. It's hard to real that, man, shoot, we, we damn near in November already, another couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Looking at doing the looking at doing the dessert cook and then uh dessert and then the side and um and then going ahead and doing a bird again. Um and had some pretty good success with that with that video last year. It's funny because you get that you look, you get that turkey video up early, that thing will do some numbers, man. If you get that thing up uh right at right at the beginning of uh November. Man, I was like, man, that better, thing just took off. You better retitle that video, bro. 2022 <laughs> Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that bird over again. Oh, I'm going to retitle man. that joker. Oh, <laughs> Best Thanksgiving turkey 2022. That's going to be the new yeah. title. I'm not doing that. Over it's again. new to you. Yeah, you it's go. a new title. <laughs> Man, I don't know what I'm going to do for the. We're still trying to figure that out. My son, he just walked in. He just got back from the Asian market. So he can expect another video from us. Uh, <laughs> he coming here with like four bags. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I mean, man, we haven't even, we was thinking about that. And it's like, you know, turkey. And I'd rather for my wife to bake it. Uh, on the grill, I'll probably knock out something else, you know, try to do another protein. I got a pork loin in here. I got a lamb roast, uh, you know, some other stuff like that. But for Christmas, man, I'm I'm really hoping to get a brisket by then because I want to do a brisket for Christmas instead of another turkey. Yeah, I got to do a prime rib video for Christmas. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. That's what, that's what I was going to ask. Who who does who does prime rib or standing rib roast? Because, I, I, I mean, I, I, I love yeah. them, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I do them. Uh, that I haven't done anything other than prime rib for Christmas in shit, probably about ten years. Mm. Yeah, that's that's my go-to. Uh, I used to fry a lot of turkeys for Thanksgiving, uh, but now I I just smoke one or hell some Thanksgivings we don't even have turkey no more. Man, I'll do a ham or yeah. something like that. 
Yeah. Know. So yeah, but I, I'm not a, I'm not allowed to fry any more turkeys right now. What'd you do? What'd you do? I kept, <laughs> That's I what kept I asked him, man. I kept frying him, man. I told us that shit you tried to burn down the house. I, that's what I was saying. I fried like five in a row, man. <laughs> I couldn't oh, get back and stop doing it. I thought you burned some shit down. Nah, nah. I got a, I got a nice little setup, man. You know, it'll, it's very safe to use. Uh, it's indoor. It's huge, but I had all that oil left over, and you know what I mean. And then buy some more, and then like it was like Thanksgiving, Christmas. Oh, we got to fry one for Easter, and then this is fry one just because, you know. I fried one. No, look, I fried one, and then I stuffed that motherfucker with like, and then I fried up five pounds of chicken wings, and then I stuffed the turkey with the chicken wings and shit. See down, see down. But no, yeah, I, I, I do like, get what you're saying because you buy that hundred dollar jug of oil. You you exactly. trying to get your money's worth out of it. Man, yeah. I'm frying bologna. I don't care if it's bologna, <laughs> tortilla. <laughs> if it's hot, I'm throwing all kind of shit. Man, it's like I'm dealing cards. I'm throwing stuff in there so bad. I'll fry yeah, anything. Yeah. I don't care. And that oil is getting uh more and more expensive every year. Oh yeah. yeah. That's sure, a big man. part of why I stopped frying. Because again, you know, if you Fried turkey for Thanksgiving. I mean, I got that same uh, countertop unit that Master built that you got, Kenny. And mm-hmm. that thing takes a couple gallons of oil. Like two and a half. Yeah. And so yeah. how many items are you going to fry that you're going to need exactly that much oil? Like, you know, like you say, it gets to the point you start looking for stuff to, to cook. And you just end up making a ton of food that you you're not going to eat. Like it's just it's a vicious cycle, and so it is. It is, man. No. And then I, you know, with me, like uh, the the one I got, they got a they got the spout where you could drain it. You just yeah, turn the knot and it and it strains and cleans the oil. So I strain it and then put it up, and then that's what we use to cook with. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, that just get it get ridiculous after a while. That's why we just kind of backed off of them. Man, I went to hey, the we store and cook. got uh, clear vinyl tubing and put on that spout and just run that right down to the jug. Mm-hmm. There you go. Make life easy. There you go, man. Yeah. And, and let, me, let me say this, man. Like, you know, if you go back about, it had to be, let's say, let's say 20, 2013, 2014. That's kind of when it seemed like people really kind of started to get back into smoke turkey. Yeah. You know, because, uh, I mean, for a while here, man, everything was, you ain't going to do nothing but fry turkey. You just, right. that, that's it. Everybody going to fry it, and then you're going, and then you're going to have Brandon coming out their house because you done burnt your house down. And, <laughs> and you know, and, and, you know, but everybody was frying turkey, and, and that's that's all they're doing. They're just like, but but the other thing, too, man, is if you get, if you take if you take the time if you look at doing things like uh, getting a good brine on your bird, you, you can get a really moist smoked turkey that's got some good smoke flavor in it as well, man. In addition to whatever you put in that brine. Oh yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it's it, it's just interesting to me how how the times change with that. Because um, <clears throat> uh, you know, when I was at Sam's, we had we sold the. Uh, we sold a whole bunch of turkey fries, a whole bunch of oil, but we also sold a whole bunch of uh, frozen smoked turkeys. And and I seen those. Yeah, and it was, it was just like you know people people just loved them, man. It was just like okay, I mean they just got that thing. Hey, it's ready to go. You know, you go on ahead, get it home. You ain't really got to do much to it. 
you know, and then you go on ahead, have you, have you a good smoked turkey or whatever, but people really just, when it comes to smoked turkey, man, I mean, you get some good flavor for it. I saw, um, what's that guy called? Uh, uh, all things barbecue, AT barbecue. Oh yeah, uh, uh-huh. he got he got he got a he did a uh, basically a smoke a fried turkey mm-hmm. <laughs> where he where I got <laughs> kind of car smoked it and then went on ahead and finished it in the fryer and I was like that's a I mean that's the same thing Brandon we were kind of talking about with those with those wings from before you know I guess he took that concept and you know put it to a whole turkey but mm-hmm. it's, it's it's interesting man I mean you know. When when you when you just look at how many different ways you can cook that man, it's it's pretty interesting. So oh yeah, what, what do you guys think about? I'm gonna this? go check this meat real quick, fellas. I'll be right back. I'm okay. thinking about doing what I saw on Swine Life Barbecue's channel last year, and he did it skinless. Um, and he said it turned out well. I, I sometimes do some uh, chicken thighs skinless. And that usually turns out great. So I'm wondering if I can pull that off this year. Smoked turkey skinless. Well, I know here in Texas, um, they do all their turkey breasts skinless, like at all the barbecue restaurants and stuff like that. And the breast is the leanest part. So I imagine if they can pull that off, the yeah. dark meat shouldn't be a problem. Damn it. Um, me personally, I kind of like the idea of. Uh, a hot smoke like what I did on that bird last year, uh, mm-hmm. or even how uh, you were saying, homeboy fried that joint after he smoked it. I like uh, uh, the skin, especially if it's on the crispier side. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, like I said, if they can get that breast to come out right, skinless, I can't imagine why the rest of the bird wouldn't work because that's definitely the the driest part and like i said down here you go to any barbecue joint they don't they rip the skin off before they do anything (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. you know and so especially if you're gonna brine it true yeah i'm gonna try it out man hey it's worth a shot man turkeys are cheap there you go (laughs) especially now yeah turkeys are cheap man shit give it a try (laughs) <laughs> I might damn Jeff and shame me. I was gonna repurpose my bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were oh, serious. Yeah, I was serious. I'm I'm still not now. I'm just shamed. I'm not convinced. Hey, go ahead and do it, man. But I might have to do some other variation of some kind of turkey. Damn you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude. Those dreams, man. 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 Hey, look, man. Hey, you can look. Hey, you, you can take that thing and wrap it on around another Instagram post now. <laughs> Be just fine, <laughs> bro. I'm telling you, I was gonna retitle that bastard and and do some Instagram and Facebook links to that video, like it was brand new. Hell, people don't pay attention to half the time. They they ain't gonna know it's the video from last year. <laughs> there you go, man. Let's there you go. I hope nobody mentions it in the comments. I'm not gonna do that. Hey, man, I hear you, man. You know, one thing I found, man, uh, and it's totally off topic, but I was watching uh, some videos of some guys who, you know, give some advice about YouTube and everything, and they had specifically addressed uh, cooking channels like what we do, Mm -hmm. and they were just saying that the whole YouTube thing is really just voyeurism, and it 
most people aren't going to attempt the recipe that we do. They just like to watch. And it's just like people that uh, wrench on cars and stuff like that. People aren't going to whip out a screwdriver, much less actually tune a car or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They just they just like to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just makes you wonder. Let's say that's the case. W- would you do things the same? Would you give as much detail and, and be as uh, meticulous about your video or would you just give them something to watch? That's a good question. <laughs> You know what? That's a real good question, but I, I'll say this, man. I think I think that's what Instagram is for. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, Instagram li- literally when, when we're doing our reels or whatever, Instagram we're really not doing a whole lot of teaching, or at yeah. least I'm not. I'm more so doing the 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 meat, the seasoning, get it on the grill, showing some cooking, get a couple money shots, show it sliced up on the end or whatever, and then that's really it. Um, I know, I know from some of my comments, it, it's been some folks that you know have come back and you know let me know how things turned out, and things of that nature. Um, from following it, and it's funny you mentioned that. Like one of the things that I had that was doing it, you know, uh, with my videos before, where I was looking at the time of my videos, and then at one point I was like, look, I'm, I'm trying to stay under that, you know, under that ten minute mark, you know, and I was like. Mm-hmm. See if I'm being repetitive, and I, I'll go ahead and take out the recap portion. So I did that for a couple of videos. The next time I had people, hey, what, what happened with the thing at the end? I was like, okay, I was like, so people, I guess, really listen to that or whatever, and and take it from there. And you know, somebody may actually be learning from it, so I went ahead and threw it back in. Yeah, but uh, no, I definitely agree with you, man, because I think a lot of it. I mean. Hell, I mean, a lot of what I watch is, is entertainment or seeing different, seeing if I can pick up different techniques or whatever. I don't necessarily go and make it, you know, but, um, you know, yeah. I, I enjoy the teaching side of it. And that's why I'm kind of detailed with it on that. And then when it when it comes to the to the flashy side, I'll just go to Instagram and, you know, get that real done. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on <clears throat> um, the person that receives it, like. I look at TNT barbecue and I'll just watch that shit all day. I'm not trying to pick up anything that he's really saying. I just like to watch the live stream. It's the spectacle. Yeah. All that. Yeah. All that you feel like you're hanging out with him. Yeah. You feel like you're there. Yeah. You feel and like you're right there. Feel just feels like it just let me throw a log on. Why why can't I throw one? Mm. You know, I'm a, I'm by Uncle Sad. We cutting up, you know. You know, <laughs> you know? We and go at Dallas real quick. Right. And and I watched a, a really like um a really good produced video kind of like, you know, cut up and, and edited. And I'm sometimes I may skip certain parts like, you know, the teachable parts if uh, you know, if I feel I don't need to. Um and I'm just there to watch. So sometimes I'll fast forward, sometimes I'll rewind if I if I'm like, okay, I'll go back to that one day. I'll, I'll bookmark this. And then lo and behold, the ne- next time I look at it, it's a different purpose. I'm actually trying to pick up something. So yeah, I think it just depends. Either way, thanks for subscribing. Correct. You, you know, I'm tempted. I've, I've been tempted to just do it for exposition, but uh, contrary to what that commenter was talking about, all of my most popular videos, all the comments are about, "Hey, I tried this recipe. 
it came out great. You know, I've been looking for something like this. Um, mm-hmm. And that's all of my biggest hits. And of course, mm-hmm. I have one video that's through the roof. And I get nothing but comments about, oh, I tried this. And like, so with that being, I would love to just throw some bullshit out there. But I have to go by what has done best. And that's been actually trying to teach somebody what they can do. Now, I got a question for you. Did, have you ever watched the barbecue channel just for the personality? Because they couldn't cook worth a, a damn. But you just like their personality? <laughs> I never seen one that where I thought that. Like I, I, All the ones I watched, I thought they did all right. Um, you know, going back like what Brandon was saying. Not barbecue. Yeah. There's some other yeah, type it, of channels it, I've watched just for the personality. Um, <laughs> Y'all know who I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think, like, my earlier cooks, man, like you're oh, saying. I hate that lady, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, kid. I don't need to cut you off. You, are you talking about that chick that the, the thumbnail, she, she's standing by the stove? And, and, and Yeah, okay. Yeah, my wife don't like her either. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think some of my earlier cooks read like I think I don't know man I went back I, I watched a few and check it out and it just seemed like you know I went into great detail a lot of my earlier videos man but you know sometime I felt like maybe you know that may be a little bit too complicated for someone to try Um, and it was just something like maybe like a few things I grabbed from another video I seen and just like put it together or made it my own but you know a lot of you know I, I got a couple things you know if you things people saying like yeah i tried that and all that but a lot of people just be like damn man that was crazy like how you come up with that you know and i'm like you know i've been dying for someone to say yeah man look i tried and this is what it did or something like that um you know i just try to i'm trying to keep it i'm not trying to redo a lot of my old stuff but i'm just trying to keep it to the point to where you know my main thing i just been showcasing a lot of different seasonings a lot of different rubs you know what i mean i mentioned thighs is my blank canvas so i love using thighs yeah. uh pork steak stuff like that man but you know i'm gonna get back up in here and start whooping out some things trying to manage this legacy Good deal. you know Good yeah deal. well guys we we hit that uh that 90 minute mark um i tell you what let's uh uh, I know we lost Jeff earlier. Uh, I know we lost Greer earlier, but uh, Keenan, tell everybody where they can find you at, man. Oh, man, I'm on YouTube. Keenan, uh, I was about to say my old title, man. You didn't put me on blast like that. Caught me <laughs> off guard. I was about to say my old title. Uh, used, to, used, to be, used to be Keenan just felt like cooking, but now I'm bringing y'all into smoke with Keenan on YouTube. Uh, my Facebook page is Keenan Alforky under my government name, but it does say Keenan from youtube's in the smoke with keenan uh you know check your boy out hit that notification bell so you know what's up and uh check out my brothers out here too y'all go ahead man good deal good deal brandon uh you can find me on all platforms at bkc cooks and good get deal. them all subscribe to all there yeah i'm on go. tiktok too i forgot man i <laughs> i ain't been on there so long i'm on tiktok too I'm in the smoke with keenan. Them, man. <laughs> yeah uh charlie you can find me everywhere um that you can log into under m-a-v-e-r-i-c-b-b-q and uh tell your mama about my ribs please, <laughs> hey, please. Them, them salmon pinwheels that's what we're gonna be talking about hey i'm bringing them back man i'm bringing them back 
There you go. Far. I'm gonna tell y'all right now, man. I'm about, I'm thinking I'm gonna come up with a TikTok dance. Do it. Blow up. Watch. It's gonna be crazy. Y'all gonna y'all gonna be like this motherfucker right here, boy. Watch. I'm trying to tell you, it's gonna be all moves that you're gonna recognize, and I'm gonna put I'm gonna take three different moves and put them together, and have anybody forty and up jamming at the party. What was you oh, dancing in front of the grill? Dude, yeah, I'm gonna be outside. I might I might go outside and do it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you're gonna be throwing some throwing some hot coals on the ground and uh, running across and things dancing, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm, I'm Jeff, just gonna be funky. Jeff, where can we find you, brother? For real. Oh man, look, uh you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh at Outdoors with oh, and Twitter too, at Outdoors with Jeff. Um and wanna thank everybody for watching. Uh, definitely appreciate it. And you can find you're listening to uh, you're listening to Black Smoke Barbecue. And thank you for listening, folks. We'll catch you next time. Smoke something, man. Oh, yeah. Don't burn yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's some aloe vera. <laughs> <laughs>